the Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories about black men. Hi, my name is Kevin Bazil. And I'm Jade Bazil. And we are the founders of 8020 Fitness. 80% nutrition and mindset, 20% exercise. We provide a pathway for leaders to develop a fit mind and body while maintaining a healthy lifestyle. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at 8020Fitness. First five people to reach out to our social media channels will receive a free month of virtual training. So direct message us now. There are no true obstacles to getting in. It, it is easier to get into business if you already have money, but you can learn what you need to know about filing an LLC, doing articles of incorporation. I mean, everything is at your fingertips if you choose to take that step. And I always tell people the biggest thing is stop thinking about it and dreaming about it and take a step, take action. So we're back for another episode of the Black Male Archives podcast. And before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors at 8020 Fitness for sponsoring this episode of this podcast. And you just heard from Aaron Hunter, who is the co-founder of Tracking Football, and he granted this us this uh, interview to talk with him a while back but we wanted to share it with you so you can hear how he talks about getting into business and also it's really interesting to hear a little bit about his family being one of the the early founders or early settlers of southern indiana which i did not know so a great interview with aaron hunter please take a listen all right, thank you for being with me today with the Black Male Archives podcast. I am Rodney Freeman, and today I have a special guest, Aaron Hunter, with is the co-founder of Tracking Football. So, Aaron, thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. And we talked; we were able to talk just briefly about your 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 background and your family's background. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I'm originally from Columbus, Indiana. And I would say the majority of my family settled the southern part of Indiana. So our, we go generations back in Indiana to some of the original free communities. Wow. And uh, we have been landowners and college educated, I think, since some people attended Wilberforce, some people originally attended Indiana University. So mainly a family of educators uh, was is how you would sum us up uh, along with uh, skilled trades is what I would say. Yeah. And so coming up with that, with that mentality um, instilled in your, your, you know, knowing who your family was and your background, how did that, that shape and mold you? I think it set high expectations uh, not to back down, not to run from problems um, to be the, not to be bullied, to be the aggressor with bullies. Mm -hmm. uh, but it also set the expectation of whenever you have a problem, you should be respectful, but you always confront it, whether it's with a teacher or someone else. So, and then so there was that, always a great deal of family support along with that. Yeah. So, so you, so you took that mentality and you were able to start uh, to co-found this company tracking football, but I know you said you've had some other projects before this. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh yes. I think I've always been one of those people that 
Um, I always assumed when my time came and I was no longer here, I wanted to be remembered. So I've always striven, or I'm sorry, I've always pushed myself to uh, leave a mark. So whether that was starting businesses and making sure I was responsible for paying others, I published a novel, uh, I flipped houses, I started multiple businesses, uh, consulted, uh, just a, a plethora of things I would say on my resume. Wow. So let's get into this, this company, the track and football. So tell us a little bit about what it is and what it does and how did you get started with this? Oh, I think the, uh, I guess first is the background of it is, uh, I played football in high school and ran track with a individual named Mark Branstead. And I went on, I left Columbus East high school and walked on the, uh, Indiana University football team and after I don't know after I'd gotten out of school and gotten divorced Mark approached me and asked me he said hey you played football what do you think of this notion I have I have a hypothesis that we can take track and field data and correlate it to success in football mm. I said well it it doesn't sound smart I said football is all a game about heart and passion there's just no way and I said, but I'll help you out. Um, so we started running the data, and then we found a, a mathematician who said, hey, I need about 15,000 data points or sample size to do a proper correlation on this. So after going through media guides and digging up uh, people like Mike Singletary, Adrian Peterson, uh, Walter Payton, Emmett Smith, we were able to find their high school height and weights, their track and field data. And we gathered all that on a spreadsheet and mm -hmm. gave it to the mathematician. And he was able to draw correlations between uh, these bigger bodied athletes and how much more successful they were versus people who did not achieve at a higher standard in track and field. Wow. That's amazing. So when you, when you guys came up with this idea and you, you said, okay, now we want to start pitching it to investors and everything how how did they receive you being if, if i can just be straightforward how did they receive you being a black man pitching this this company were they receptive or um you know at first there weren't as many people receptive but um one of our original investors is uh was a booze allen uh consulting executive mm -hmm. And the mathematician was also a consultant in the Fortune 500 company arena. Mm -hmm. So with these two people backing and clearing, saying, hey, the math is solid, it really helped clear obstacles for us that maybe others might run into. Mm. Um, I have, you know, I have an MBA. Uh, my friend Mark is a Butler University grad, so we know our way around spreadsheets. Uh, you know, revenue projections and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So what would you, if, 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 because we'll probably have a number of black males listening who are, you know, up and coming entrepreneurs, what advice would you give them? Um, especially them being black males trying to, you know, pitch their businesses. What, what advice would you have for them uh, to go out there and be able to pitch their businesses to some of these uh, investors? 
It's funny you ask that because I get calls on this constantly from people that have known me, grown up with me, or I went to college with, and everyone's like, hey, you've done this, you've done that. How do I do it? And I always tell people the first thing is stop finding a reason not to. Stop making excuses not to. Mm-hmm. We have access to any all the information we could want, whether it's at the library or Google. Mm-hmm. So you can go in, you can find a cheap attorney or you can do it yourself nowadays. I mean, there are no true obstacles to getting in. It It is easier to get into business if you already have money, but you can learn what you need to know about filing an LLC, doing articles of incorporation. I mean, everything is at your fingertips if you choose to take that step. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people the biggest thing is stop thinking about it, dreaming about it, and take a step, take action. That's powerful. And because, I mean, so many people are, you know, they, they have these ideas and they're, they're, they're scared to kind of share their ideas because they think it might be stolen and stuff like that, but they don't go out and actually start pitching that stuff. So thank you. Yes. And sometimes you do need to just run it yourself. Yeah. I, uh, as I said, I was running other businesses. And I had so much else going on that I decided to actually go back to work for someone, which I don't like to do, mm-hmm. but it allowed me to have steady income while I helped get this tracking football thing started on the side mm. for almost three years. Mm. So I, I know we, we, we talked about it at the beginning, but can you share some, some, some family stories? Because I know we talked about it earlier and it was yes. fascinating that you have this, I mean, your, your, your family is very established up and throughout Indiana. Can you share any of those stories with us? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I can just work back as my aunt has uh, done our family history, which the stories have been passed down from everyone. But, you know, first of all, starting with her, she, her and my uncles and my dad, my mom were a big influence. My aunt was the first African-American uh, executive sit on Cummins Inc.'s executive team. And so she, you know, she was a big inspiration and showed that even though she had an education degree coming out of IU, she was extremely successful in the business world. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, she allowed me to travel with her to different countries, which exposed me to things. And Mm -hmm. as I always wanted to be an entrepreneur growing up, she actually was able to introduce me to people even in high school, like, hey, this person does this and so my and then we have family friends in this area that run large construction companies or ran um you know like rental equipment companies so i used to work for these people in the summer and pick their brains so this has always kind of been since i was young i knew whatever i did it probably needed to be working for myself because that's where i was happy mm-hmm. and that's and then oh, go ahead I think the other family stories that we touched on is I think part of, you know, we all discuss nature versus nurture and what makes us. And, you know, I was raised with, like some black males are, is somewhat in a militaristic manner as my father. Uh, I think I told you my, my first real fight I got in was someone had called me the N-word and mm-hmm. I told him to come to my house and my dad would take care of it. And his his uh, direction to me was, well, you can go out there and fight that boy, or you can fight me. And it was a very easy decision for me, but it just it set my path going forward that, hey, 
I got, I got beat, but it wasn't that bad. I can get through it. And mm-hmm. once you face things like that, you realize, oh, you can get through anything with support. And see, and that's very important. Just having that mentality that you can, you can overcome anything that you're going through and get through it. And one of the things with this archives, we're trying to show, you know, black males of all generations that, you know, we, we are, we have this, this power that we can go ahead and, and, and do what we want to do. I mean, you can see it in the archives through, you know, the historical point of view or just like the podcast just interviewing people just like yourself like your family and what you've actually been able to achieve so again thank you so much for for being on this podcast and sharing your story well it's it's an honor and like you said as i do my best to if someone asks me for help i'm willing to help anyone but i think what we all have to remember is we're all busy Mm -hmm. and if you want a mentor, you want someone to help you, you need to do your part. You can't just go to someone and ask them the same question in a different way every time you meet. You need to do your research. You need to have your paperwork up front. I mean, show someone that you are serious and you're willing to take action so that they know their time is being valued as well. Yeah. And what things, and just real quick, what things are you doing in the community um, now? And um, and then also, how can people uh, contact you or find you or um, look at your website? Well, I'll be honest, I don't do as much in the community as I used to. Um, I have three children, so I've coached almost every sport they played up through ninth grade. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I was kind of a work from home dad so I made sure I made all their field trips and so I would say I'm very close with them but on top of every coaching all their teams and all their kids I also used to be the head track coach at one of the um, junior high schools in town and then I served as in the big brother big sister program for a while Uh, but the truth is I would say at this point especially with this new business it's just very hard for me to give any extra time when I don't have a great deal of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so people can find you, they can go to tracking football if they want, um, dot com, if they want more information about your, your company and what you're doing. Is that correct? Yes. Tracking football.com. Okay. And they can also find us on Twitter at, at tracking football. I got a question real quick. Were, were, did you guys, um, were you guys down in um, Nashville for the draft and everything? Or do you guys go out to the combines and stuff? Or how does that work? We do the combine because our office is based out of Indianapolis. Gotcha. So it's convenient. But we work the drafts from our office. So we are the company that if you've ever heard 88% of all the draft picks were multi-sport athletes in high school. Uh-huh. Um, whether it's ESPN, USA Today, uh, the National Pediatric Journal quoted us, cited us one time. So we are the purveyors, and we own all that data. We put it out there. Oh, that's big time. That's big time. And I'm an information science guy, so I know that's big time. <laughs> uh-huh. And then and you understand, too, the uh, 
the love and the hate of building such a large database. Yes, I do. Yes. It's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I work, I work with, uh, well, that, that's tech. Yeah, I work with content management software systems and stuff. So, yeah. But, yes, again, Aaron Hunter, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for your time. The Black Male Archives, where we highlight positive stories about black men, which you are one of them. I appreciate your time, sir. Why, thank you. All right. If there's anything else I can do to help, please let me know. Will do. Will do. And have a good holiday weekend. You too. Bye.